Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to the Qingdao Expatory Podcast, doing what we love to do. You're here with Michael, Arut, and a very special guest today, Elvis. That's me. Yeah, Elvis is in the building, everybody. But as always, before we get into the important parts of the show, uh, what are you drinking, gentlemen? Elvis. I'm having a delicious Budweiser. Oh, competition. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Oh. I'm not here for <laughs> What about you, Michael? Uh, well, last week, Haru kind of uh, decided that I was going to... Uh, for research purposes, is try a ton of different beers made by the Qingdao Brewery. So today I'm drinking a Qingdao white beer uh, that actually won a 2019 Beer Championship Award. Uh, I've not tried it yet, so here we go. Are you ready? And we kind of broke okay. the bank for this, I guess. Let's do it. Yep. What's the verdict? It's beer. <laughs> oh, I love it. Everyone. So good. And I'm having the, the old traditional red wine, dry red wine, Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, yeah. You're, well, if you've been listening to our other, other uh, shows, uh, <laughs> you'll know Harut's a connoisseur when it comes to very good tasting cheap red wine. Yeah, he's a sommelier. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a connoisseur of many things. Um, but, yeah, good choice of drinks, gentlemen. Good choice. Thank you. Thank you. Right then, as, uh, as you guys heard, we've got Elvis on the show. And Elvis is an artist extraordinaire. So it's time to get creative. Yes. Uh, so Elvis, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're doing? No, oh. well, I'm here in China working as an expat, but I've also been teaching art in Los Angeles for around six years. Art's been my life ever since I could hold a pencil. I love all forms, from macrame, making sculptures, to people recording themselves and making insane, outrageous forms of expression, like Andy Warhol and other people as well. <laughs> Andy Warhol and, and other Elvis. people. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of, a lot of inspiration there. <laughs> uh, okay, well, anyway, Elvis, it's great to have you here. We feel honored to have you here as well. Um, and we'll talk more about your inspirations shortly. What we need to do now, though, is check out what's happening in and around Qingdao, Harut. Yep, and so we got the old list, plus a couple of extra um, events happening in Qingdao. We start with a little LPG Monday pop quiz site. Every Monday at, starts at 8 o'clock, evening, of course. Don't go there in the morning. Um, next comes the Waves Charity Run. Uh, which is scheduled on October 23rd, and as we record this, it's the 20th of October. Um, so you've still got time to sign up to that charity run? sold out. Yeah. Like Don't this miss morning, out. Uh, we received messages in the group that 
um, the event has already sold out. And oh, wow. Because of the pandemic, Okay. Um, I think they're only allowed 150 participants at this mm. event, and I think okay. it's very um, quick for them to you know, sell those tickets out. And uh, next is the QISS International Market on October 30th um, in, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We have a couple of Halloween events going on. One of them is on Saturday, 30th of October at Black Sun. It's in Chongyang District, far out. Far out. Oh, far wow. out. That's far out. Far out. I'd go That's there to get out. scared. And, uh, yeah. They'll have DJ Marcus. I don't know whether you recognize DJ this, uh, Marcus? And it starts at uh, 8 o'clock or... Yeah, I should say... It's 9 o'clock, but I think people should be there a bit early. Yeah, of course. You want to get a table. Hopefully all dressed up as the Squid Game, um, Squid Games soldiers. Or Look like, out for me. I'll dress <laughs> it up as a minion. <laughs> and then there's another event and this time it's on October 31st it's at the tree oh great in Shenan district that's it for me thank you what's okay. next <laughs> well wow I was gonna say uh Chongyang if you've not been up to Chongyang it's got great night scene then the nightlife in Chongyang is really growing yeah. good competition really for downtown you're not really living if you're not exploring all He's of Chongyang oh, come you're not wrong there Elvis not wrong at all Okay, then. Also, let's uh, have a little talk about the local five-a-side football scene. Um, the team I've got an affinity for are doing a bit shocking. Which team is there? Kenja. Kenja time. Kenja yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I team played them last week. I couldn't take part in the, in the fixtures because I had to go and pick up a friend at the airport. But I am going to be at uh, you know at the football match tomorrow, Ooh. and as okay. you see, on sides FC have closed that gap, and then they're they, they tied the point, so they're sharing first place with the Fox 2.0. Then we got um, all the old boys United. Come so on, old entered, boys! Yeah, and then the other. Uh, three teams like Qingdao United, Dabuzef, and Kenja Time. Woo! But Kenja Time! Oh, Let's go, Michael. <laughs> yeah. and, hey, they deserve it. Um, there was an altercation between Guess Who and a player of ours. Like, yes, I know. All right. Yeah. I heard all about so it. So they're banned for a match. <laughs> so for sportsmen's like. Not unsportsmanlike. It's competitive down there. You yeah. can't, yeah. can't, can't play a game of sport without a bit of a rough and tumble. Of course not. That's why I watch. Yeah. Unless unless it's on tennis or badminton or something. Yeah. <laughs> Bowls. Compact There's a reason badminton. I watch that. <laughs> we can move to the topic of the topics of the night now. Like Elvis, you're gonna be more of a talking now. These are like. All right. Some, Let's get it to it. Let's see. So, Michael, art. You're the artist here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, uh, I am more of a wordsmith, to be honest, than an artist. But uh, you uh, art. You said to me, you've uh, you knew you were going to be an artist ever since you picked up a pencil. Yeah, so. actually, when I was around five years old, 
we had a competition to draw what it meant, or what spring meant to us. And the whole school had a competition. And I don't know why, I just decided to go all in and start drawing what I thought spring was. Mm. And then they were they saw it and they said, oh, this is phenomenal. Bunch, what, like 300 white rabbits just all in a field? And I was like, is that not what everyone's doing? Is that not what is that not spring? And since then, I knew I wanted to express through the visual world. Cool. That's, a, that's fantastic, man. Like, I, I've not quite got beyond being able to draw any better than four- and five-year-olds. So I'm still on the stick figures. And <laughs> oh, that's hard, too. Like, because yeah, I, I that's like, hard. Like, I mean, here, what, what do you think of this, Elvis? That, that's, like, that's my signature right there. Oh, that's a signature right there. I mean, I'm just drawing one of my best pictures for Elvis. Oh, I love it. I mean, you need to know, Picasso said that his best work was when he was a child, and his whole life is going back to that mind space. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've and not I left that mind space. Like, when he was in his 30s and 40s, his, his style was more... Uh, it was more realistic. childish, more refined in to the beginning, emotion. It was more childish, and the, the paintings that we know that are famous are the childish ones, like the cubic. The yeah, cubism. expressionism. In between, it's like Montegliani. Yeah, like more realism in his photos. Oh, of course. His, yeah. I think, when he was seven, he painted this wonderful painting of a matador, and it would make it makes me jealous. Mm -hmm. Painted it when he was seven, and. Wow. He always got in fight with his teachers because he kept going beyond what they deemed art mm -hmm. at the time. So they were jealous. Oh. They it was just, too good for them, right? No, they were just dinosaurs walking to the tar pits. They couldn't get with the times. <laughs> <laughs> and what about, what about you? What, what kind of an artist are you right now? Well, now I do... I think paper mache is a really good form. I've done a couple pañadas. Well, I'm here in China, which are fun. You know, I made one that was like a spike ball, kind of green and purple. And then I had a pretty big canvas that I have in my apartment. It's around five feet by five feet. A pinata. No, no, the canvas. Canvas. So. Oh, sorry. So, I was going to say pinata. Well, what are we What are we in here? Yeah. No. Is, is the pinata still intact or? Oh, no. It's, it's gone. gone. It's right. Day of Long the Dead. Gone. It's gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I also love researching art and learning about new artists. I love Chinese art. I want to talk to you guys about this artist I learned about. He does more contemporary work like uh, video art. Like uh, if you don't know about uh, Zhang Pili, he's mm -hmm. uh, like the godfather of video art in China. Mm -hmm. But right now there's a new guy on the scene. But first the godfather. His name is Zhang Pili. He created like video content where his most famous work is like reassembling a broken mirror through all the pieces coming together mm -hmm. as a form of expression. Wow. Yeah, that's art. But this new guy, Yang Fudong, he does more conceptual work where he goes out and he's trying to make people in China and the world discover their identity. What does it mean to be a thinking person in the modern world? Mm. He has the first intellectual, which is a photo series from the 2000s of a businessman 
drenched in blood, holding a brick in the center of a Chinese highway, holding it to the camera. Wow. It's quite an image, that, isn't it? Yeah. Good stuff. He has a five-part series called The Seven Intellectuals in a Bamboo Forest. And they're all pretty much uh, from the legendary saga of a group of Taoist intellectuals in Chinese uh, mythology. But he's doing a video of these seven intellectuals in modern China reflecting on how they can assimilate and be a part of the modern world with their, some might say, traditional or outdated points of views. But common sense never goes out of style. And that's what he's trying to present to the masses. It's interesting. That's a great concept. Yeah. Well, it's, it's conceptual, but it's a great concept. <laughs> right. And uh, last time, Elvis and I, we, like, when we first met, remember, we went to take photos. Yeah, we did. Before. We went to go to the seaside. And uh, I was telling you about, like, uh, like, meeting up with you and then try to paint. I have, like, two or three ideas that's lingering in my brain and I want to express them in, in art or in painting. Um, and you said, oh, we can do it. And I was like, you always mentioned, like, now that we see Michael's um, chef d'oeuvre, that's it. <laughs> okay. uh, Magnum opus, yeah. that's what that is. That's an original. Yeah. He mentioned the caveman, right? Yeah. Can you touch, uh, touch on that a little bit, like caveman? Oh, yeah. like, you know how people keep saying how... Oh, the artists before me or the things before me were so much greater. You need to remember, there was an actual recording where Michelangelo in the Renaissance, when they were building a new bridge, they had to excavate a canal and they alleviated an actual caveman or prehistoric uh, sculpture that was sculpted by a Neanderthal. Wow. And which called Michelangelo saw, and he was immediately fascinated and said, I can never sculpt anything that is truly expression like this. And that's Michelangelo. And that's after he made the weeping virgin. Is that right? Because yeah. that's, oh, wow. I mean, he, well, he obviously, he's got an eye for uh, a good form. Yeah. But he also knew that that person who made that sculpture was trying to communicate, not just to the people around him, but to anybody who could see it, about what his life was like and what his world was like. Mm -hmm. And with art, he well, got that message. It's very cliche, isn't it? It's very cliche to say, but it's always in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? Always. Of course. So everyone's got their likes, their dislikes, their theories, their concepts about anything behind any great work. But I think what you can say, all of these works you've mentioned have uh, sort of lasted the test of time, haven't they? We're yes. still talking about them now, and we're hundreds of years later, in some cases like the Neanderthals, thousands, thousands of years later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what about... Uh, in, in Qingdao, have you been yeah. to any art galleries? Uh, yeah, I actually the sculpture went. sculpture park that we've been to. Yeah, the sculpture park is really nice. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. But I went to the Qingdao Contemporary Art Museum. I think it's by the that giant bridge that goes over the ocean. That's the only way I can describe it. So it's in Huangdao? Yeah. It's is really it nice. the newly opened one? 
Yeah, they no, they did. Uh, I, Last I time I went was in 2019, okay. but I really loved it because they do have a lot of interesting art going through there, trying to travel <laughs> through China and outside of China. There was one piece that I saw that took my breath away. It was a type of uh, impressionist painting. So in impressionism, you're not really painting people or a place in its actual form. You're painting the feeling of it or the memory of this place. And it was a bunch of people all crowded around getting blood transfusions in a hospital while smoking cigarettes. And these people are all lined up in a corridor in the center of the canvas, expanding into the painting. And you feel that you're a person there with them, trying to go through the same struggles and same situation that we all have blood and flesh that flows through us like a river. And we flow through these life. And eventually end up getting a blood transfusion. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I like... You're the expert on the art scene in Qingdao. I mean, what kind of style is Qingdao got? What are the artists looking, thinking? I think they right would now? be more, they're definitely more contemporary than a lot of Western artists that I've met in Los Angeles. I think it's through their craft. That's what they've worked through. But then they find true expression. They really... Talk about technology a lot and self-identity. That's what I've seen through some of their art in Qingdao. Yeah, it kind of makes sense that. It makes sense that they want to express their identity because, I mean, that's the way the world's going now. Even to some extent on here, we're expressing ourselves. It's not really yes. art form, but, you know, if you sort of compare the past to now, it's very difficult to sort of make yourself known, get yourself known. So you got to find creative ways of being able to do that. Yeah. And if you if you don't have an identity, you've got essentially nothing to work with, really. Yeah. It's like a car within an engine. Right. You yeah. need. I'm not. That doesn't say you shouldn't have a blank canvas. Yeah. You need something to go on there. Yeah. You need you can to expand on. Well, you need to speak your truth, but first you got to learn the craft, mm -hmm. learn the rules, learn the basics. Once you learn the rules, you can break the rules. Are there rules? To painting, yeah. Uh, uh, can you give us some rules? Uh, probably layers. Layers are your friend when it comes to painting. Black is not your friend because that is such a permanent color. Right. Going through Unless layers. Your oh, golly. <laughs> that, that guy is a powerhouse. <laughs> oh, no, he is. He is a Oh, well, he broke the rules. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, black is not your friend, but once you're Dali, you can be like, I'm going to paint everything in black and see what's going to happen. And then yeah. it's just there. That's such an irony as well, because you think the art world and the fashion world correlate with each other. Now, in the fashion world, black is your friend because yeah. it's slimming, right? But in mm. the art world, no, don't go there. No. You have to be sparing with colors because... A painting, everything that's on the canvas is there for a purpose or a reason. Even if that purpose is superficial, it must have a purpose. So the rule is, black's not your friend. Learn how to layer. Yeah, and also... Is there a rule of thirst that we have in photography? Is there like a foreground, midground, background? Yeah, that's where the layers come in. If you want to learn traditional oil painting, start painting layers, start working with how light works, 
And shadows are important. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was in university, one test we used to do is just come into a big studio, drape a canvas that's not connected to an actual frame, so it's fabric, and we, they put a candle next to it, and you must draw that for five minutes, move the candle somewhere else, and draw that same canvas with different shadows folding into it, mm. and do that for the next 40 minutes before class starts, and they bring in the nude model. Oh. Wow. <laughs> you get some real depth on that, then. Yeah. <laughs> Human anatomy is pretty much just boxes and circles. That's true. Oh, yeah, I got a pretty big circle right here, <laughs> drinking my beer. I'm enjoying that. Um, incidentally, do you have a favorite color scheme? I know it's a very primary school question. No, but... no, I understand. Uh, I guess when I was younger, I would always go to green because it's such a nice color, such an even color out there Spring. in the world. Yeah, but I would say a color palette for me now I would go with uh, dark blue to indigo. Indigo oh, is such so a nice close. color. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. I such a beautiful color. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, what does what indigo represent to you then? For me, it just represents midnight blue. Like mm -hmm. The deepest blue that's not black. So you can tell that there is a hue of color inside it. It's really rich. And I feel, it, I feel comfort when I see it because it's like, it's very passionate, but it's also very uh, deep and aboding. Well, I like that word you mentioned there, comfort, because we talked about the blank canvas earlier and having to put something on it. You need to feel comfortable with what you're working with. If you're going to make something that's worthwhile, yeah. memorable, and you're really going to stamp your name onto that piece, you've got to be comfortable doing it. Yeah, you got to be simply. ready. No, you can't go into something not expecting to finish it. You have to, you know, Time managers plan it out, get everything ready, so that you can let it all flow for hours and hours upon hours. I mean, are there time frames? Like, do you, do you sort of say to yourself, okay, I'm going to finish this piece by tomorrow. This is going to take one month. Or a couple of months. Oh, yeah. I remember one piece that I made. It took me around four months. Mm -hmm. But it was also a painting of a building. So it's more technical, getting it correct and getting the light and the stone, and the flags waving in the sky. And I gave myself five months for that one. But for a personal piece, I had one that took me two years. Wow. wow. Yeah. And it was really good. It was just looking over uh, a hill into a river going above a mango orchard. So you see the mangoes at the bottom, and they're just flowing with orange and green wow. and then mountains at the back. And I just, I felt like that piece needed to be, you know, more, more for me than anyone else. I still have it in, in my home. It's so you should, it needed to be created. Yeah. No, I look at it every, every morning when I wake up, you see it and you're like, of course. Well, speaking of seeing something, I mean, where can we see your work? You can see my work on Facebook, on my artist page. We can hot, have a hot, hot to find Facebook here. Yeah, we'll, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll add the artist page <laughs> yeah. later on in the... I can uh, share oh, some stuff should, with you yeah, guys. No problemo. Cool. Got Instagram, too. Yeah. FYI. Yeah, sounds fantastic. And, uh, I just want to mention a couple of places where they have 
different artists features, uh, featured or features every month um, or every other month. Um, the two places, they're downtown. Uh, one of them is in Laoshan district, uh, where the sculpture park is, and then there's this um, curved buildings there. And then one of them is a dedicated art gallery. At the moment, it's gonna show new artwork on the 26th of October and it's old sculptures. At the gate, there's a, there's a statue of Lauza, if I'm not wrong. Mm. And it's the same artist, right? So it has, he had his installation art outside, and then other form of arts by the same artist will be featured inside the building. And it's free. Um, I've, I've been there three times this year, and mm. it's really amazing. Beautiful. Last time, I was surprised to see eight different paintings from Armenian oh, wow. um, artists. Beautiful. It was the craziest moment. I was like jumping up and down like a kid, and then I started taking photos of all those, of all those paintings, sending them to my friends and family, and then look at that, the, the, the name ends in Y-A-N or I-A-N, etc., etc. Are these, uh, these galleries, uh, are they like free entry galleries? or um, they cost a little bit? Is, and uh, the, the other art galleries on Dashway Road, where the old campus, the Ocean University old campus is, and uh, there's a three-story building, German style building mm -hmm. and with a with a garden, the yard and all that, and they're having three different events this month. One of them is uh, children or child artists who yeah, okay. painted their work. Yeah, and if you happen to be in that area, just drop by. I think you'll need a solid two hours there to to just go through the floors. If you're like me, I, I would spend the whole afternoon. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, you've got to appreciate the work, haven't you? Yeah, I do. You'll have those discussions about each and every piece. Oh, what can you see in the painting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm going to share, like, later we're going to share the QR codes for those art galleries so that people can scan them. You'll need some Chinese there because they do not um, have the subscription accounts in English. So either a Chinese friend can help you or say you gotta, less. You gotta work that out. Yeah. I know how to do that. I'm a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> right then. All right. Well Alvis, we've got many, many more questions to talk about your work and your sort of inspirations. But I think now we should move on to another kind of art. Hmm. In the form of dancing? moving art. Oh, Ooh. dancing is a moving art. That's what I'm talking Not about. Movies. Oh, movies. <laughs> the flip. But you're right. You're okay. right. Dancing is is moving. Um, Let's get into it. Mm -hmm. I like, want some popcorn. If you guys listened before, you know that I'm a TV guy, not a movie guy. But I know Elvis here and her root are very, very into. Uh, uh, the movie scene and what's going on in the world of Hollywood. So uh, let's have a look and talk about some of the anticipated movies of 2021. Or the ones that are still coming. Because so we're, we're quite out, far right? into 2021 now, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. 
So okay. yeah, we got Dune. It's already out. Um, it's it's I think two hours and forty eight minutes. Oh wow, that's definitely a lot of I popcorn. I haven't seen it yet, that's but it's there. I want to watch it. It's a marathon. Next is Spider Man: No Way Home. Okay. How many Spider Man movies are I there? I love them. Can't get enough of them. Right. I need my Peter Parker daily. Okay. Peter who's Parker? your favorite actor? Peter Parker. Oh, Parker. That's it. Yeah. Who's your favorite Spider-Man actor? Favorite Spider-Man actor? I would go with uh, Tobey Maguire, obviously. Oh, right. okay. uh, so hey, Ivan, I know him. That's yeah, the second him. one, right? That's the first, the first one, one, my friend. Right. That is the birth of the franchise. Okay. Yeah, and that's... Uh, that was a beautiful girl in that movie as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Kristen Dunst. Yeah. She played, I know she played that role very well, didn't she? Yes, yeah, beautiful, phenomenal. Mary Jane? Yeah, she played Mary Jane okay. Watson in the three Spider-Man trilogies by Sam Raimi. Okay. Hmm. Except everyone liked the new Spider-Man. What's his name? Holland? Tom, Tom, yeah, Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. Holland. But yes. I, I get that he's more humorous, but I think people already jumped on the bandwagon with him because he was in the Marvel movies. Yeah, and everyone loves the Marvel, like like the Avengers Marvel movies. Everyone loves those. But, yeah, uh, but I think Tom Holland had to work harder than everyone else because before him, um, they were two remakes, right? Yes, and then, and then uh, they needed a young actor to play have Peter that crossover <laughs> with the Marvel, you know. And then I think three three hundred people auditioned for that. Oh, yeah. Eventually, um, Robert Downey Jr. went, because he was the person choosing the new Spider-Man, and then he went with Tom Holland. It was a great choice. Like, he played that role super well. well. Super, super well. Like, had such a balance between humor and sincerity. And he's all ripped, man. He's in other movies, like... uh, He's in the new Uncharted movie, based (laughs) off of the video game. By the same company that owned Spider-Man. Okay. So there you go. Well, I'd like to see that. It's very I good. like the game. Exactly. The I games are the like game. movies. I haven't played it. Sorry. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and then we got the Shang-Chi. I mean, in the West, I think they're, they're going to pronounce it as Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. It's, it's the, I think it's going to be the movie of the year in China. Mm, I don't know. You got lots of uh, high expectations. Yeah. Actors in there, and yeah, they got high expectation. Yeah. Next, what is his backstory on that one? Well, I don't know. It's probably uh, like coming of age story fantasy of dash martial arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fulfill the prophecy and whatnot. And then you A got classic. Neo's back. Neo. Hmm? Oh, the Matrix! Don't mm-hmm. even get me started on the greatest. Film franchise film. I think they're releasing it at the right time. Everyone's crying out for. Who died in the in the third episode? Trinity and Morpheus died too, right? Did Morpheus die? I think the opera scene and then. No, I don't think Morpheus died. I know Lawrence Fishburne is not returning for the role of Morpheus. That's for Uh, sure. Well, they brought a younger. Actor. Yes, they so did. There's a younger version of this one's is like before. Is it before the Matrix? No, it's a continuation, or? I think. Yeah, they're kind of re. 
They're not revamping it. They're just building onto it. Like any good franchise, you like a, make what happened next? Yes. Right. Okay. Like the Trinity's going to be back. Trinity's back. That's why I think it's called Resurrection because Trinity and Morpheus are in the in the trailers, and it's not a flashback. Like it's, it's they're like Neo and Trinity are seen in a scene. All I know is Matrix can do no wrong for me. Yeah. Yeah. No. The only thing I remember. Because I was quite young when uh, they first came out. It's quite a long time ago now, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. But I, I just remember, I, I loved the movies. I watched them many, many times. But I, it annoyed me when they got rid of Mouse. Yeah. I absolutely adored Mouse. Yeah, he was so What good. did he do with the movie? What well, he was like the tech guy. Yeah. Oh, the, the, like long the code. Right? He, did, he wrote he the not? code. Okay. Yeah. He was a little helper who was there. I think he... Yeah, they killed him off when he had those two well, he was giant so heroic. Just da 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 yeah. letting uh, Neo get away. Because he was in the walls. Yeah. He died in the third one then. No, he died uh, in the first in one. In the first one, but yeah. Such a good character. But I just I remember wishing that there was more yeah. of that guy. There was him and one other character that they killed off. And it was really bad that they had to bring back his family in the sequel. Because he was such a lovable character. It was... Uh, Skull or Duke? It was the oh, main character yeah, with the yeah, Duke yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah, the yeah. do rag. It was yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got electrocuted to death, yeah. didn't he? And I was like, and then in the second movie, they have another brother that comes in to fill that character oh, yeah, yeah. role, and it just made me think, why did they kill that character in the first place mm-hmm. if he's so great? But so Matrix has done some wrongs, but yeah, they're yeah. making it right now. Yeah, they're it's doing the it. right time. I mean, yeah, let's not. Let's not forget. Next is um, Tom Cruise. Well, Keanu Reeves. Let's before we talk about Tom Cruise. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is Mr. Nice Guy. Like you know where was, where he was born? Who Keanu Reeves? Yeah, California. Nope. Was he your neighbor? He was born in Beirut. What? Yeah. I yeah I know he's I didn't know where but I know he he's born in he's got an ethnic background. No, he's, he's got nothing. I think he's from Hawaii, if I'm not wrong. Like, he's got, he's like, his ancestors are from Hawaii. Okay. But he was conceived in Beirut. I think his mom was flying A to lot. the area. Where okay. He was just, he was born there. Beautiful. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. Something positive about Beirut, finally. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And then uh, we got, can we talk about Tom Cruise now? Yep. Yeah. Sure, Scientology, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, Tom Cruise, let's go for it. Tom Cruise. All right. (laughs) Why? I think guy's a Scientology guy. We're talking about his work. Okay. What do you think the word funds? What does it fund? Exactly. The guy's real, man. He's he's, he's really... uh, Our fair play to the guy does his own stunts. No, he's phenomenal. I love him. He's annoying. I don't know him um, on a personal level. I I love his movies, though. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, how it's like the whole fast franchise. I mean, how many movies can you do? Like, his major franchise is Mission Impossible, right? They're on number seven now. Mm -hmm. They're not really impossible if he's done seven of them. Yeah, that's a week. That's a week if you put them out like that. (laughs) Hmm. And then you got um, 
What is it? And the Top Gun one. Did the second Top one Gun. Dude, he has too many. Top Gun, Risky Business, A Few Good Men, Days of Thunder. Mm-hmm. These are all great Tom yeah, Rule films. Like Tom Cruise films. He's, he's the one that's driving a NASCAR. Yeah, right? he's a race car driver. Right. He's also in The Outsiders as a supporting character. The Vampire. That's yeah. one of the first movies. No, the first movie that I watched by Tom Cruise, I think, was Cocktail. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. I can lie. Yeah. All right. So what else is on the agenda, Haru? The double O seven. Or, uh, oh. What is it? Seven Yeah. No, it's 007. Mm. No man. No time to die. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. What about I'm, you? I can't wait for it. I'm very so, much. This was supposed to that. come out last year, I think, yes. because of the pandemic. They kind of uh, pushed it back. A yeah. Bit. Again, I think people are ready for it. It's yes. been a while since the previous one, so people need their, their fix of James. Mm. Yeah. And the, the song, the original soundtrack, you know who the artist is this time? No, I don't. Yes. Imagine Dragons. Not that one, and not okay. the Mega Dragons. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Billie yeah. Eilish. It's who? Billie Eilish. Oh, it's Billie Eilish? Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. The oh, song's good. amazing. Good for Hollywood for giving, you know, very, you know, obscure artists an opportunity. Yes, I'm to sure our listeners will definitely know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the next Bond will be? This is his last... Um, his last phone? Yeah, phone. Daniel Craig will no longer be playing His Majesty's Secret. Uh, I think... This agent. There were talks yeah. about um, Idris Elba. Yeah, Edris Alba. He'd be a good right choice. Um, there's also talk about the first female Bond as I'd well. I'd like that. What do you think of that? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I, mean, I think it's, it's cool. Okay, I think spies should be equally badass in all. Yeah, I mean, it works, it's worked in other movies, so mm-hmm. I don't see why it wouldn't work here. Well, Ghostbusters didn't work fine, like didn't go well. Yeah, but the problem was well, not If you're talking about yeah. female characters that can, you know, kick kick bottom. And there were some good actresses, like uh, the Ghostbuster, like yeah, but Leslie that's Jones, and then all this, like a couple of the SNL people. They're like amazing, like amazing comedians. But the difference between Ghostbusters and 007 is Ghostbusters was clearly a cast grab hmm. because yeah. now they're making another sequel while James Bond is a tried-and-true method that people enjoy. It's entertaining to see these people go on high-risk adventures, and it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It's still just as entertaining seeing yeah, a helicopter chase in Mexico. No, I think, and then, you know, Ghostbusters is a comic movie, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's not... Can't really take that too seriously, can you? No. And that... And that, that Ghostbusters movie wasn't really a movie for for the kids. It was more of a, a statement, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go too much into that, but that's what I think it was made for. Yeah. And the cash grab. Don't forget. Yeah. They made they, it because well, the horse is not stopping. Well, it's spitting out money. That's the, the statement right there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> or oh, one of. Yeah. One of. All right. Yeah, and I that think that's it. Any other movies coming out? Any other like? movies out there? Well, well if... Uh, they haven't been released yet. Like, If there are movies think, that yeah. we've not mentioned and uh, they're ones you're thinking about, yeah, leave think a comment. in a question, yeah. Yeah. Leave a comment and tell us about 
what you've watched or really want to watch mm -hmm. in the near future and uh, we might watch them ourselves and do a review. Yeah, I got one movie I want to talk about. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's more of a drama. I don't okay. know if you guys like that. Which one is yeah. that? Yeah. Just, it's called The Sound of Metal. Mm -hmm. It's a movie about a uh, musician who works in a heavy metal rock band. Oh, wow. Who starts losing his hearing and becoming deaf and grappling with that part of his life now of becoming deaf and... How is it a fictional story or yeah, it's, it's, it's fictional. based on one of the... No, it's a fictional story about an artist coming to grips with becoming deaf mm -hmm. and what it means to live with art that's so personal because you, listener, are hearing us in your ears. How would you feel if slowly everybody that was talking to you started getting quieter, quieter, mm -hmm. quieter and then you don't hear them at all? Amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I certainly have sort of reality hits home kind of movie. But I, I know there are singers, people, very good singers out there. They've got uh, hard hearing or are yes. sort of classified as deaf, but they, they use the vibrations from the, the music that they're listening to, which they can time yes. using the beat which they can then rearrange and get the, the, the words out on point. Mm -hmm. So there's some actually very good singers out there that are hard of hearing. Yes. But there's ways around it. So I assume the guy in this movie yeah. would do something similar. I think something yeah. like that was in, in uh, Creed's girlfriend, in, in Apollo Creed's... Uh, yeah. Like a, the, in the... The Rocky... Franchise. Franchise, yeah. He was out... Yeah, in the new Rocky the franchise, Adrian, I guess. the the main protagonist, his girlfriend is also a performer, makes music, but she's also becoming deaf oh, slowly. But Jesus. you're right, in The Sound of Metal, it goes off, and it's based off of real events where people do lose their hearing, and they have an opportunity to either get an implant or try to find therapy that helps them use what little hearing they have left, but they have to accept this is their new reality. This is what their favorite sound like. Their favorite song will sound like from now on. And they'll still listen to it because it's their favorite song. Yeah, of course they will. They have to. It's their life, livelihood, passion. That's it. We talked about the movies that we were waiting for. Um, amount to be released or some of them have been released recently like really really um like like dunes released a couple of days ago if I'm not wrong. yeah uh what about the movies that uh we've seen or we've watched so let's go with five or six i'm gonna take the lead here if it's okay yeah of course um so the six um i've seen more but these are the six ones that kind of made an impact and one of them just disappointed me. I think they should just stop making those movies. It's, it's, it's already too much. Um, one of them is Mortal Kombat. It was very... Uh, the, the movie was amazing. Um, I grew up playing Mortal Kombat. Um, and... Uh, Fatality. Yeah, lost lots of <laughs> coins to that computer. I knew the computer was cheating at times, but we couldn't... 
do anything. We didn't have the evidence, but we knew that it was an uppercut, but it didn't connect. But later I, I watched videos on YouTube and then people actually show us that, that uppercut that didn't connect, which was actually the CPU cheating. So mm. I felt I that know. I was being cheated, but, you know. You had proof. We, yeah, too little, though. Too late. You, uh, for those people who made it, you know, public. And recently, um, there are studies that in Japan, arcade games are kind of um, becoming less popular. Yeah. That's very saddening. I don't think so. It's the evolution of video games becoming less popular because phones become more popular. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to go outside Like Even arcade in Japan, they're very realistic. It's not the the one that we have, let's say, like, or like six button ones, whatever, you know, the, you know. Uh, but it's the point. But like Elvis is right, though. The point is, people don't want to go outside anymore yeah. and hang out in the ways that we would. Oh, let's go to the arcade, play some mm -hmm. games, yeah. have some fun. It's too easy. You get the same games on your phone now. Yeah. yeah, you can do that lying in bed, and they've got chat rooms that you can use whilst playing the game. You can live yeah. stream as well. Live yeah. So we got Mortal Kombat. Free guy was amazing. Ryan yes. Reynolds, nobody. I don't know if you see that one. Amazing. Uh, the guilty. This one is about. It's, it was a drama, but because it was uh, Jake. Uh, what's his name? Jalen Hall. Jalen Hall. Yeah. Jake Jalen Hall. Um, he was amazing, and uh, you, you, you. I've seen him in like the Prince of Persia. It's not the Prince of Persia type. This one is a whole different kind of thing. He's a police officer and. He's kind of uh, waiting on a trial, and then he's yes. demoted, and he's just answering 911 calls. But he's still got his badge and gun, but he's not on duty. Uh, and then some events happen eventually, you know, I'm not going to spoil it. You just watch it. It's a really nice movie. And then next we have Fast and Furious 9. This is the movie that they should stop. <laughs> Sorry. But this is the movie that they should stop making, because... Before watching the movie, I, I was joking. I was just about to do a really big boo then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was I was hoping you weren't going to speak. Yeah, talking to my friend and said, like, oh, what's next? Are they going to go to space? And guess what happened? They fulfilled my yeah. comment that I left in the last movie, that they should go to space, because that's I why I, I watched asked it. asked for a million bucks instead. They just flew a car into space. Nice. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know that thing oh, that's on, on the road, but in space? Oh, really? Oh, my God. I learned something new every day. Uh, I gave up on Fast and Furious after about six or five. Yeah. No, I saw them all. I, like, I really like uh, Vin Diesel and uh, some of the actors there. I don't know, too, man. My favorite... I only watch movies that have the word fast and Tokyo Drift. That's the only that's movies okay I watch. That's okay, too. Yeah. And uh, finally, there's Luca. This is an animation. Uh, I think it's a Disney animation, if I'm not wrong. This one was amazing. Um, the first five or ten minutes, I was like, ah, come on already. But then, the whole thing, it's, it's a whole new experience. I suggest everyone, it's a family movie. Right. And it's beautiful. It has lots of uh, artistic messages in it. Yeah, no, it's heartwarming. Yeah. I love that film. All right, that's all for me. Oh, um, thank you. What nice. Do you well, I got some films I want to 
you know, get off my chest. <laughs> Soul, that movie came out. Another Pixar. So good. Just about what does it really mean to have a soul and what does it mean to live in life and experience oh, all the trials? That, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, but they do it in a very interesting way <laughs> to have a place before and a place after life. Okay. So you get to see all the aspects and life is in between and it's wonderful to see how people engage with what it means to have a fulfilling life because it might not be what people traditionally think they want in the beginning of their life. What's the next movie? Oh, Snake Eyes, based off the G.I. Joe character. They have killing and violence and all the Yakuza you can fight. <laughs> <laughs> I loved so it. Which character is this in the G.I. Joe? Um, oh, dude, he's the best. He's the character that doesn't talk. Who just wears all black and he has a there sword. There are two of them. Or one of them wears or like the ninja, the black yeah, and the white yeah. ninja. No, this whole thing revolves around his origin. You have one black ninja and one white ninja. The black ninja is called Snake Eyes after the dice roll. Mm. And the white ninja is called Storm Shadow. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and it's all about this clan Both clashing. Of them are good. Guys, or I mean, they, you're talking about characters that just don't talk. I mean, if we're talking about character like badass characters mm-hmm. that don't talk. My guy's the Punisher. Ooh. Yeah, uh, that guy. I, that That's guy's it. like a bit of an idol to me. He's the best, and he does it for all the right reasons as well, dude. When they ask the Punisher why does he do things, he says, "I get the people that slip through the raindrops mm-hmm. because in life." You have people that weasel through right. life and slip through all the challenges, and he finds them. He gets cool. them. Punishes them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got that. That's one of my movies, by the way. I don't watch movies, but it. The Punisher. What about the TV I'm, series? Okay. You liked it? Yeah, I enjoyed that I as well. Yeah. How many seasons? The two seasons? It's only two, movie? yeah. But that was a great watch. But they did watch. crossovers with, with the... Defenders. With Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. and the, the, the Daredevil and the Arrow. Mm-hmm. He appeared in a couple of episodes in there. Yeah. With, oh, uh, they are crossovers. What's Quinn, they are. Uh, what's the alter ego? Of Quinn? I don't think he would have been an Oliver Arrow. Hmm? Oliver Quinn is the... Oliver Quinn but is Oliver Quinn Arrow. is the DC Arrow. and Punisher's Marvel. That's why I don't... I think they got the same actor, but I don't think he was an official what, crossover. Which one was he in then? He did a lot of really good... He was in which Defenders? He was in The de- the Defenders with Jessica Jones, Okay, Luke I'm sorry, Cage. and then the, the, the big guy. The, uh, yeah. And then the fist. The Iron, Iron fist. fist. There you go. I, I, beautiful. I kind of mixed them up. I think it's the red one. No, the Iron, Iron Fist was shocking. Shockingly bad TV show. They should show. do the DC really Marvel bad. crossover. There you go. That's all I, I want. Get paid a lot of money for that. I'd pay a lot of your money for that. <laughs> <laughs> and what else is there? There's the Suicide Squad. Oh, this is amazing. Great, John Cena killed it. Speaking of the new James Bond, Idris Elba, great leading man. All of it was just phenomenal. It really m- took the bad taste out of the first film, which really was dead I mean, on arrival. The Suicide Squad. Hmm? The first Suicide Squad. Yeah. All right. 
I still think in the first Suicide Squad, the uh, the actress that played Harley Quinn, she she nailed that role. No, she was yeah. in there. They too brought her back. She's the linchpin. She's, She's one of the reasons why they made a sequel. Right. Yeah. And then I saw the uh, what is it called the, the Injustice, which was a DC and Harley was in there. Um, at the very beginning, it's a cartoon. Yeah. Um, it's based on a, a comic book, and. Uh, the very beginning, Superman kills the Joker. Which mm. is, uh, he gets tricked into uh, killing Lois Lane. Ah, uh, yeah. And I'm not going to tell you what happens next, but it, it, like she, I think she's the voice actor as well. I hope so. I hope so as well. I, I kind of want to find out what happens next now. <laughs> and finally... Yeah, Herbert's got great, great talent of, of starting stories and then saying, I won't tell you what happened, but... <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> that's, not, that's a different podcast. That's not this one. The, the uh, final one that I really want to see... Yeah. And we, have, we will have zero listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's your final movie. Yeah, The Invisible Man. It's about a woman. She is estranged from her husband. Very abusive, horrible relationship. I think you all know some relationships just they don't work, and mm. you got to find your own peace. But then he, the husband, passes away, and the wife is left with everything that he left to her in his will: the house, the money, the car, everything. The only stipulation is that she has to live there for one year. And she takes it up, and things are going great. And then she starts getting paranoid, thinking that there's someone in the house with her. And she starts feeling as if the husband isn't really dead. And that's the whole concept of the invisible man. Is is he dead, or is she just going through PTSD in this house where mm-hmm. all of this horrible, traumatic events took place in her life? And I won't spoil it for you, but... It's oh, definitely worth, oh. a, definitely uh, worth a watch. Quiet Place. The Quiet Place, I guess. Yeah, Quiet Place is great. There's a second one now. Yeah, part two. Part two. I think it was released this year. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see the movie you were you just talking about. The, uh, it stars uh, Elizabeth Moss, if you know who that is. She is the lead actress in the TV series The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. that's her, is it? Oh. Yeah. What is genre is the movie? Is it classes horror? horror? Or? Uh, thriller. 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 thriller.